Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. Okay. So some of you know that I have a history in metaphysics. And for those of you who don't know what metaphysics is, I did have an earlier episode about it. And um, we'll get into it more and more throughout time. But very simply put, metaphysical means above the physical. And it's about getting to the spiritual message behind anything that is seemingly just human. So today I'm going to start a series. They're not going to all be in a row, so, you know, <laughs> that. <laughs> all right, so I am going to call this Metaphysical Storytelling, Volume 1. And I'm going to tell you a story today about a guy. We'll call him um, Noah. And this could be about a male or a female. It doesn't really matter. But it is a story of awakening. And I'm curious to see if you're going to be able to figure out who it is that I'm talking about. This one might get controversial for some of you, so I'm gonna save that part for the very end where you will have received the message and um, be able to see past the controversy. So we've got this guy, right? And he begins to explore his inner self, right? His spirituality, his intuition, and through this experience, he gains really great things. I mean, it's kind of like when a man and a woman marry and they have children, right? Or a man and a man or a woman and a woman, whatever, right? Anyway, he marries himself. He, he connects himself to his higher self, to his spirituality. And the fruits of this are great vitality, inner strength, and ultimately the most important of all things, self-exploration. Now... The more that he learns, the more that he realizes that he can transcend the unstableness of his own mind, his own thoughts and fears and bullshit, right? And so instead of just being caught in the waves of the water and being thrown about, he is able to put himself in a boat. This boat that is his higher thinking, his truth, his affirmations, even if it's just that one positive thing that he can be grateful for. And so he floats up above the surface of the water, up above his horrible thinking, right? Now, he's aware that beneath this surface, there are mountains and creatures and turbulence, right? He is aware of this. Now, He's too smart to ignore these things. Not everybody is, right? Some people just float on the surface of the water and they bypass the turbulence below that positive affirmation. And, you know, I did this for a long time. I had this one little spot of clarity in the middle of my consciousness. And I remember even thinking, if I can just focus on that, maybe I'll learn to ignore the chaos all around it. That doesn't work for very long. So Noah knows 
that he needs to take a chance to explore the mountains in his thinking, to hunt down and destroy, or maybe just visit the creatures, the monsters within his brain, within his mental reality. He could feel the intensity building up of all of his crap coming to the surface, right? I mean, very human, simply put, he was changing. And he realized if he was going to continue to change, he better dig out some of his childhood and young man and even yesterday (laughs) fears and experiences and beliefs that are just not aligned with the man he was becoming. And so he could feel this. Now, you know, he'd been at this for a while, at the spiritual evolution of it all, at the focusing on affirmations. He was really starting to recognize manifestation for the truly just simply cause and effect of it all. You know, you put out one thing, it causes something else, period. And he knew what he needed to do. He knew the thoughts and activities that would keep him afloat while he waged this war this battle to remove and release and heal all of his false beliefs, all of his bullshit, all the demons in his mind. So he held on tight and he prayed when he needed to pray and he affirmed all day every day and he floated on his positive thoughts as he watched the multitudes of old, fear-inspired, narrow-minded, taught, learned, and in some cases, beloved error thoughts float on by. He collected himself and then he went through the storm, cleansing and understanding, destroying ignorance, right? I mean, This cycle of realization in which we realize that our old ways are tainted. It's truly a place of ignorance where we just don't have enough information. We have what we were handed, but that's not the universal truth. It's not even the the tiny truth. And so it was like an eruption. He let it all come together and yeah, he lost some friends. He lost his home. And he lost some really bad habits. And afterwards, he rested. He caught his breath. It took a minute to assimilate these new ideas, to let them soak in, and to recover from the loss, right? Because even when it's shit we want to get rid of, there's a loss, there's an emptiness that needs to be refilled. And once he had recovered, he rose. He rose to the very top of the mountain of his understanding, of his life. He landed there at that tip of that mountain, aware and above, so far above the bullshit that it practically ceased to exist. The small ways we learn and grow, the ways that we recognize that the flood, the eruption was useful. We began to see that the universe had been tapping on our shoulders all along, that we didn't need the eruption 
or at least we won't need it again. And we can promise ourselves. And when we promise ourselves, the universe supports that. We will never have to have another crazy eruption if we begin to listen. And so he learned to listen. It took him a good year, at least, right? A little bit more. But by giving up all the garbage that held him back, all of his rights to, right? The right to be angry, the right to be hurt, the right to be ugly, to be negative. We have a lot of rights to. We also have the right to let that go, to recognize it was the seed of our enlightenment, to be grateful for character revealed, and to move forward. He got smart. He began to really focus on what do I learn? How do I grow? He began to focus on the whispers, on the universe in his ear, his mind, and his life. And his thoughts got truly aligned with light and intelligence. And he began to walk around this life school surrounded by rainbows. His thoughts began to reflect his newfound, obtained, realized intelligence. And he became protected by it. Nothing could destroy him again. Nothing could break him again. He recognized that when the storm comes, it's because we didn't listen to the taps on the shoulder and the universe deemed that the only way to wake us up. Are you in the middle of the storm? Have you been there? Do you feel it coming? It's okay. Hold on tight. Mourn it, cry if you need to, but enjoy the ride because on the other side, there is clarity divinity, and the power of experience. Now, this guy, he's the one you see walking around in joy. Not because he's ignorant or naive. Not because he was handed life with a silver spoon or whatever. He knows the positive and the negative of everything. Because it is awareness of the darkness that allows us to see the light. We don't all have to experience the darkness, but many of us do. And there's this generation of us that I call trial by fire. Most of us set ourselves up to see the darkness clearly, to explode into our awakening. Some people wake up gradually. Some people don't wake up at all. But that's not our business. You're your own business. (laughs) I'm my own business. And so there's this new state of awareness. We walk through the storm. We see what was laid waste. We clean up the mess. Sometimes by fixing. Sometimes by aligning to sometimes by setting fire to the bullshit. And then we're saved. We are protected. We're nourished by that very experience and everyone that comes after because we are so aware that we don't ever want to walk through fire again, that we don't ever want to see the flood again. 
you know, the issue here is free will. (laughs) We are free agents of the universe. We get to choose. We can work with divine law or against it. And so often, people choose independence from that one thing that is unfailing. They push against the realistically undeniable truth in some sort of sadistic, blind experiment in which there's nothing to learn, only the unfair, cruel world. And so there they stay, so afraid of passing through the storm that it takes them a lifetime of walking in darkness. We got to buckle down, babies. If the storm is coming, if you're in the middle of it, if you're at the tail end of it, say thank you. Thank you, universe, for bringing all of this to my attention. I release, I let go, and I learn. Hold on tight. The storm is, is holy, and it only comes when you're ready. It's different for different people. That's perspective. And the harder you fought against it, the greater the storm. Have you figured out who I'm talking about? Some of you are thinking, man, that could be me. And while, yes, it it could be me, and it could be you, and it could be a lot of us. This is the story of Noah, right? Like Noah's Ark. This dude was surrounded by all kinds of negative thoughts and people and experiences. And in the story, it was bad people, right? In our individual experience, sometimes it is bad people, but usually it's our own thinking, our own manifestations in our life. When Noah had enough inner strength, enough inspiration from his own higher self, his own higher connection. Man, he held on tight and he watched all this shit wash away. The sea was rough and he had to deal with a lot of chaos and shit. But when the seas calmed, he was left with something far more beautiful than he ever could have created before. The turbulence was around him. He needed change. The ark was built. We build our own arcs every day, or we have the ability to. What will I focus on? What will I shield myself with? What knowledge and wisdom will I bring in two by two, right? We bring the positive, but we cannot walk through unaware of the negative. We must know both sides of the lesson so that when we hold on to truth, we can believe it. He wrote out the storm. He paid attention. And when it landed on the top of that mountain, he caught his breath. We have to work with the law, beloved. Two plus two equals four, no matter what you do. 
This is what life is. This is what spiritual law is. We're going to put it out and we're going to get it back. It may not be in the same way. And sometimes it is a kick in the balls because we weren't paying attention to anything else. We have a choice. We see two plus two equals four or one plus three equals four or whatever, right? And we have a choice. We can learn and grow and change. Or we can just suffer through it till this life is over. People, people tell me sometimes they're doing everything right. Oh, I'm doing everything right. Why is God punishing me? They're not. They're not doing everything right. They're not claiming responsibility for their own divinity. They're not claiming responsibility for whatever it is they're supposed to let go of. Whatever it is they're supposed to learn from. And then they get too caught up in, what if it's the wrong thing? Are you kidding me? Whatever the experience is, if it digs down in you and it pulls something up, it doesn't matter if we could argue from a human perspective that it seems unrelated. The universe knows us better than we do. And it has a way of bringing those things to the surface that we need to deal with. So we can remove them. And we peel it like an onion. Right? You lift off that grossness. And then there's this lovely piece until you get to the grossness again. And we keep peeling till we get to the core. And sometimes each of those layers are not obviously related. But they are. They are. And so we have to take this class. We have to be willing. We have to be willing to recognize the things that suck, that are painful, that are gross, the things that reveal that someone we admired or respected, our mothers, our fathers, whoever, were flawed. And say, thank you, universe, for bringing this to my attention. What do I learn? How do I grow? What do I release? What do I watch drowned? So take the class. Don't give up. Don't drop out. Look yourself in the eye and change. Change. And say thank you, universe, for this opportunity to learn and grow. There was a time in my life that the storm hit. (laughs) More than one. More than one. I remember very clearly the feeling of holding on tight. Of just trusting that the other side of this chaos within my mind, this flood of old memories and fears and the voices of others that they were flooding up in me so that they could wash away the bullshit. There was a flood here, actually, not that long ago, a few years ago. And the water came up into my backyard. And I remember watching as limbs and trash and other things washed on by. Away they went. And I remember thinking, great, this is sort of cleaning my property, (laughs) right? And it did. 
just like it can clear your consciousness. Don't be afraid of the flood. Welcome it. If you weren't able to catch the hints beforehand that could have kept it at bay in the first place, then know that when it comes, it is the gateway, the door to your next level of awareness. And maybe it'll suck. And maybe some people will leave. And maybe some of the things that you thought were permanent will be gone. It doesn't matter because on the other side of that, there is something better. If something is going to end, we should say thank you. Because the spiritual truth is, if we learn and we grow, on the other side of any ending, there is something better. Contemplate that. Look back at your life and see how it's true. And for those of you who look back at your life and say it's not true, the storm just keeps getting bigger and louder, ask yourself, what am I ignoring? Who am I holding on to? What false beliefs am I allowing to pervade my mind? Who gave them to me and why am I keeping them? If things continue to suck, it's because you haven't tried doing anything different. Grab on to whatever positive thing you have. And if you don't have one, pick an affirmation. Say, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe all day long. Highest good, highest good, highest good, all week long. Count to 100 if you have to. Break the cycle. Let the flood clear away all the trash and the fertile soil that's left behind becomes your new garden, your new life, your new experience. And in that place, you get to grow whatever is truly yours, whatever is your highest good. This is the truth. Until next time, beloved. Namaste. Hi, my name is Connie, and I wanted to tell you a little bit of my experience and uh, my relationship with Jennifer. Um, When I first met Jennifer, uh, it was a very emotional and um, intense meeting. That day when I had walked in the door, I could feel this charge of uh, emotion and care and kindness. It was nothing short of amazing. Also that day, I received something that I never thought I would ever, ever get. It changed my life, literally. Or that day, when I left, I was a changed person. I had a new outlook on life. I was happier. I felt lighter. It was something I will always be grateful for. Since then, our relationship has changed. It's become one of the most incredible. I'm fighting for the words because I don't know if I can find the words that are big enough to express how much it means to me. You know, excuse me, I'm getting a little verklempt. Um, the things that I've learned about myself, about the world around me, about my spirituality has been priceless. And the level of gratitude I have in regards to that is just immeasurable. I don't know 
how I would go on if, if this relationship wasn't in my life. But I know that I've learned so much that I would be able to go on. So I'm grateful for that too. I became a patron of the podcast because it gave me the opportunity to support and nurture something that nurtures my spirituality and me growing as a person and becoming my best self. I'll always be grateful for it. It'll, it'll continue to go with me throughout the course of the, the rest of my life. There's so much love that is put into this and supporting its growth will benefit this world. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.